I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top-draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I might start with, uh, like, the jingle thing. You're waking up with Frank Skinner. Might not be. On Absolute Radio. See, I'm very much enjoying the new... It makes me feel like I'm on rolling news. Is this how you're starting the podcast, with a jingle? That's all right, isn't it? What? The game's changing. Yeah. The game's changing. (laughs) He likes to mix it up. That's my new jingle. And, um... Is it? Yeah. What do you think? Um, I don't really know what to say. I mean, you're like one of those renegade wacky DJs. Am I? Yeah, I'll just press the buttons if I want. What, like Chris Evans' madcap broadcaster? <laughs> you're a bit like that. Yeah, well, Hello, Mr Radio. Yes. Well, um, I just... The new absolute thing goes... Yeah. Da-da-da-da-da-da. And uh, that's like their, that's their new... Uh, th- it's a theme tune. It's their theme tune. I can't think of In anything else In the way that the National it. Anthem is theme tune. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, um, this is Not The Weekend Podcast with Frank Skinner, Alan Cochran... And Emily Dean. And if we're going to go it, let's do it. <laughs> thought we were going to slightly overlap there, the two. Oh, no, I don't think you can do that on a jingle box. Oh, can't you? Okay. No, jingle box, jingle box. I think it's, uh, <laughs> it's jingles all the way. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah. So, look, I, um, I've been out on the town. Oh dear, it's 1987 again. Coincidentally, on the town was, uh, of course, a famous Gene Kelly film, was it not? And Gene Kelly was also in Singing in the Rain, and I went to the stage version of Singing in the Rain. Did you? Mm. I'm um, I'm I'm well, Jell. Happily, I wasn't in the first six rows. Oh dear, Where you get drenched. Oh, Oh, because of the rain? Because they're singing in the rain. Yes, and, and there's a lot of... Apparently, I read somewhere that the amount of water that comes down during the musical is the equivalent of being in a domestic shower for 16 and a half hours. That's how much water they use. Just in the front six rows, like to, to the well, just down public. onto the stage. But they did that. Do you remember that thing that Gene Kelly does, that sort of foot drag yes. that sends yeah. water? They do a lot of that. If anything, they overdo it. Oh, really? The Guardian. And... Uh, <laughs> And what row were you in? Were you in like... Oh, I was, I was, uh, I was in the... Um, I can work out. Let's call it the pressure. celebrity area. Yes. Yes, but I was just behind... Mid-stalls. I was behind Richard and Judy, mm-hmm. which is oh. a safe place to be, because I saw Richard and Judy, and they saw me, and I saw some muttering between them. Did you? In a kind of a, yes, dear, kind of a muttering. And he was shouting, but she was muttering. And I remembered that I'd recently chosen them in uh, an article I did, um, the ten greatest comedy double acts of all time. You put Richard and Judy Yeah, on. and I can't remember what I said, oh. but I'm, my theory, as you may know about Richard and Judy, is that they were, and still potentially are, a truly funny double yes. act. And yeah. the reason it, they're funny is because they don't know they're funny. Yes. You know, often when people find out they're funny, they start playing up to it. Uh-huh. You know, Charlie that's... Sheen style. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. They get tiger blood in a bottle instead mm. of just talking about it ad hoc. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, with, um, with R&J, 
I've always felt... Romeo and Juliet. No, no. <laughs> I've always felt very much that they are like um, Adam and Eve. In that uh, Adam and Eve... Costello, I find. Adam and Eve were perfectly happy in the uh, in the Garden of Eden. And then they tasted of the fruit oh, of the yeah. tree of uh, knowledge of good and evil. And then they knew they were naked. Mm. And I think if Richard and Judy knew they were funny, they wouldn't be funny anymore. Yes, I think you're, that's a good well, you point. You probably didn't help that by putting them on a list of comedy double acts. No, but I think I also made this. I, I have a fear. I haven't read the article, but I have a fear I might have made this Adam and Eve analogy, and I don't know how they would have taken it. Oh, fine. So I sort of. I had Talking to... about their nakedness. <laughs> no wonder they were muttering about you. Well, I, I, I dodged them all night, I must say. Um, just in case they, they, they came up with something uh, angry. But, Are there uh, any other celebrities there? Um, yeah, there was a... A smattering. There was a, yeah, it was an unusual turnout. Barbara Windsor was there. Let's not, oh, let's yeah. not, let's not be disappointed with that. Mm. You'd be annoyed if you'd worn, like, velvet, though, and you got splashed. Oh, God. I think if you get a ticket for the first six rows, it, it comes with a warning from the box office. With just, like, a dry-cleaning voucher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, they say if you want to wear... Never mind coming with a warning. It should come with a sou'wester. The thing is, though... Sou'wester. <laughs> Excellent. The, th- the thing is with uh, Singing in the Rain is you realise... I mean, I've seen the film loads of times. I love the film. But you realise with most people, they've gone to hear the song Singing Mm. in the Rain. And they're on the edge of their seats for that moment. To the point where, at one point, there's a bit of thunder and the audience go, (laughs) (laughs) here it comes. Like I was when I watched Titanic. When I watched Titanic, (laughs) every scene I was looking behind them to see if there was anything bobbing in the distance. (laughs) And two hours in, I was praying for it, I'll be honest with you. (laughs) But, um, yes, so there's a bit of lightning and that. And and, and then, as soon as the band go, they got, you know, when you get applause at the beginning? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like so, a popular um, character's walked into an American sitcom. Exactly yes. like that. But with I'd true... Like on different strokes when Arnold will walk in. I'd love that. With love. And there's other things that I was a bit disappointed. I don't know if you've seen the, the, the film, but in... Oh, yeah. Donald O'Connor. Love Donald that, O'Connor. He does his song, um, Be a Clown, you know. Make him laugh. And he runs up the wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, Literally right. runs up the wall and turns it into a sort of backflip. Yeah. And the guy didn't do that. Didn't he? Well, you know. He looked a bit ancient, the guy. Well, I, if you can't run up the wall, get out. <laughs> that's that's my view on the casting of Singing in the Rain. But I had an argument. Do you remember on the on the Saturday's show we, we talked about how you like centaurs? I love I love a centaur. In an odd way, because you don't like horses. Yes. But you do like um, centaurs. No, but that's because I could talk to the centaur if I rode on it. Mm. Can have a chat. Mm. Doctor Doolittle, of course, he's ambiguous. Because he didn't talk to either. <laughs> but anyway, I had a bit of a... I was um, accosted, that's the word I'm after, mm-hmm. accosted by two um, people from the Sunday Mirror. Oh, dear. Oh, is this going to end up in the Leveson inquiry? No, no I, I, I wouldn't have thought so. But wasn't it wasn't a fake shake, was it? Um, no, that was a different night. <laughs> but I... Um, I, uh, they said to me, if you had to put something in Room 101, what would it be? And I know that they, they were looking for vitriol. They were oh, looking yeah. for me to put a person. And I said, um, as you may know, my pet hate is um, luggage with wheels. So I said luggage with wheels. And I said, at Belfast Airport, I said last weekend, par exemple, I said, that lost them. I said, <laughs> um, I said a woman walked straight across me 
with they forget they've got mm-hmm. that thing be trailing behind them. Yes. I said it must have been the same with centaurs. Mm. In ancient Greece. Yes. They forget they've got all that stuff out back when they're walking. <laughs> so they walk across people's paths and they, they have to pull up short for the, for the horse section. Just yeah. turning into people very good in point. supermarkets and yeah. stuff. When anyway, they, they, looked, they looked at me in a very confused manner. Did they? I have a strong sense they had no idea Did what they a not know what a, Oh, no. But that's my favourite mythological beast. Yeah, but... I hate uh, them. It's apparently not that big at the Sunday Mirror. <laughs> Not that big when you don't pay attention at school. I mean, they have a horse racing section. You'd think it must have cropped up <laughs> at some point, the centaur thing, but no. So they just looked at me, and then they said, they actually said, Is, aren't there any people you'd like to put into room 101? <laughs> you know, they were looking for unpleasantness. Yeah, that was... And I said, well, I said centaur, of, you know, they incorporate people into... They must have hated you. <laughs> I <laughs> they wanted you to say got Kwan or Paris Hilton. They wanted you to say and I put in a mythological... you said centaur. Not that I would put a centaur into um, room 101. In a... <laughs> Never would I do that. If it reversed in and then stopped, so it was just the horse section. <laughs> have you ever seen the horse section? It's a, it's a it's show a with Alex. Show. Alex Horst. Oh. Is there so... Um, it was. I, I love a, I love an opening night. It's always. Uh, oh, I love an opening night. Yeah, I love it. There's always you know those those comedy celebrities that you think, oh god, much better than the big celebrities. Is Chris Akabusi there? I didn't see him, oh, no, but a he's, he's a blur at the best of times. <laughs> really, I went to a, I went to the theatre the other night to see a friend of mine. Yeah, oh. so I went on my own. Oh yeah. Um, oh. There's a bit of a backstory to it because he was in a play last year, and he said to me, "I'm in it till the end of January." I started checking in the last week of January and it turned out he'd been in it until the 20th so I'd already missed it oh. so I felt I felt bad yeah but that's not why I went to this one uh, but he's in the play 2 by Jim Cartwright and I went on my own so I was I in a Jim Cartwright play once oh yeah yes I think called Road oh yeah that's that's his other biggie isn't it Probably when I, I played the two. narrator this was at the Edinburgh Festival and I had oh. the very bright idea of doing it in a Scottish accent oh, and no dear. one stopped me oh dear <laughs> so most of the reviews were just that just concentrate. How bad my accent was. Frank Skinner's yeah. bad accent but it was alright oh, there, uh, there was a little bit of bra in it if I remember rightly <laughs> The Telegraph. So, um, anyway, <laughs> this one, I, I had the uh, awkwardness of going up to the box office and saying, I'd like, I'd like a ticket for two, please. And she said, how many? And I had to say, one for two. And, uh, oh, it's like Abbott and Costello yeah, was on first it was, base. It was. It was, a, it was just like that. And I went, oh, by the end of this play, you'll hate the title. And she went, not really. At the end, it starts with Saturday night, Sunday morning, so it would be the same sort of thing. Huh? <laughs> so, yeah, I went to first, see that. First book I ever read. Saturday night, Sunday morning. Mm. Really? Mm. What are the chances? Mm. Um, <laughs> you two have got all sorts of common ground this morning. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> super hard was that. I hate doing TV burp. <laughs> it's too hard work. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's a... <laughs> Of a topical news. <laughs> that wasn't uh, that wasn't Sue Pollard, by the way. That was a Harry Hill impersonation, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Oh, but my yeah. favourite Harry Hill impersonation ever. Oh, Sue well. Pollard was at the uh, at the show. <gasps> Sue Pollard was there. Yeah. Wow. I, I went to watch it. <laughs> be Sue careful Pollard. what you say. Be very careful. Uh, that's all I've got to say on that. Okay. I've got another thing to tell you in a second. Oh, why, 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 well, why do I need to be careful? I, well, can I tell him, Frank? I have a personal connection with Sue Pollard. I'm so actually do I. not joking. So do I. Or well, do you love want to know mine high. first? 
Oh, yes, ladies first. OK, thank I you. I think that's the general tradition <laughs> when it comes to Sue Pollard <laughs> anecdotes. There's quite a strict... Form an orderly queue. Yeah, it's, it's like the Japanese tea ceremony, the telling of Sue Pollard anecdotes. Okay. A very, very this strict sound, formal rules. It sounds like a round one, would I lie to you? OK, okay my Sue Pollard anecdote <laughs> is that, no, my um, Sue... Well, it's complicated. My godfather... We've got time. OK. I'm, I'm so relaxed. So there's my, my, my gay godfather, John. Yeah, Uncle Johnny. Mm. OK. You name him your gay godfather as if somebody should have one of each. No, I know. He calls himself my fairy godfather, but he's oh, about to Oh, say I that, see. Yeah. I see what he's, he's done my, yes. my gay godfather, John. He's a, he's a rascal. He yeah. is. Um, and he used to go out with Uncle Peter, so it was Uncle John and Uncle Peter. Mm-hmm. And then Uncle Peter married Sue Pollard. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uncle Peter, the police officer. So, no, he's not a police officer. I thought she married a, a gay police officer. No, he wasn't Maybe a police officer. Maybe that was officer. in Heidi High. <laughs> <laughs> Seems an unlikely plot, doesn't no, it? No, he worked with scouts. Good morning, camp. Oh, you're camper than ever. <laughs> you can imagine her saying that, Ruth Maddock. I used to really fancy Ruth Maddock. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that. Uncle Peter married yeah. Sue Pollard. So I, I spent a lot of my childhood with Sue Pollard. She was Maddock in the Beatles in the early days. Oh. She looked like she'd have slotted <laughs> into that. You know that she had a mop top. You know that with the Beatles uh, album sleeve? You could have put Ruth Maddock on there. No one would have even blinked. I think they actually airbrushed her out, that <clears throat> Pelican Crossing photo. As well. Yeah. <laughs> so your godfather's boyfriend, boyfriend married Peter. Sue married Pollard. Married Sue Pollard, yeah. So she was quite a big part of my childhood. She turned up to my 16th birthday party, which Did was she? interesting, with a, du- a Donald Duck umbrella. That would have been pre-Heidi High, mm. would it? Oh, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? Pre-singing in the rain. Uh, um, oh, lovely. And, well, I have, I have met her, but my, my story, um, it relates to a newspaper article. Right. She said... She did, in which she named me as her would but shouldn't. <laughs> now, to be Sue Pollard's would be would but shouldn't is um, is to be in the mire of celebrity fancyings, isn't it? I think, I, surely, I, I, I class as a legitimate fancy for Sue Pollard. <laughs> she doesn't have to be guilty about it. Would surely, you're in her ballpark. <laughs> now, I'm not suggesting you're in her ballpark. I'm saying no, you're certainly superior not. to that, but. You know, there's a thing online, fan fiction, isn't there? So there might be somebody who's written a short story about you and Sue Pollard. Like, I know some mm. celebrity people where people have written fan fiction about them and another celebrity entwined. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I remember there was a, um, a photoshopped picture of, of me and the, um, the DJ Emma B. Do you remember Emma B? Yeah. It's very coarse. Was that? It was very extraordinary cool. anecdote. <laughs> it was, it, yeah, it was a strange photo. Yeah, the, 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 not, I mean, they, they, they'd taken a photograph from a, a lewd magazine <laughs> and put um, me and Emma, Emma B's. I mean, you know, why Emma B? I could have. Well, why me and Neil Francis? But let's not talk about that. Yeah, but that was uh, that's different. That was a birthday card. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What's your? Did you did you speak to Sue? No, I just she was there, and uh, and then I think it kind of went around, you know, like mm. it does at the theatre. Sue Pollard's here. Sue Pollard's here. Look, there's Sue Pollard. No, it's Jenny Eclair. No, it isn't. <laughs> and also the uh, lady from Coronation Street was there. Oh, which uh, one? You're going to have to give us more details. I am. Ina yeah. Sharples. 
No, the um, oh, she's long gone. The lady whose character used to be a fella and now she's oh, oh yeah, she's called Julie Hobbsbormley or something. Julie, Julie, she's absolutely yeah. lovely. She bought me a drink and, uh, and had a nice something. chat, and I Hes- met her Hes- mum Hes- as well. Hesburn. Hes- Hesman, oh, yeah. Hes- Hesman, Hester Blumenthal. Hes- yes. <laughs> oh no, Julie Hesman, Heston Blumenthal. Yes. You're thinking. Well, let me tell Hesmondal, you, she's, isn't she's it? very pleasant. She's. I've met her. She is absolutely really nice. Lovely. Really nice. And then on the way home, Hayley, I learned a new Hayley phrase. Fun. I learned a new phrase. I know we love a bit of language on this show. I learned a new phrase. It's quite Mancunian. Before you do this, can I tell you my um, Julie Hesmondal joke? Yeah. I've done she's it before. a lady, isn't she? Yeah, this was one she's of my. A lady. No, I know. I'm just saying she's. She is a, yeah, she is a lady. But in the, in the um, obviously in the program, she had previously been a man, mm. a, a character, called, and then she became a character called Haley. Mm-hmm. And um, I, this is I'm quoting one of my own jokes, but I'm, I, it's a joke that made me so happy. I'm just going to do it anyway. And I was talking about this when it happened. On, on the telly and said, um, so, yeah, so um, she was a man, but now, as they say in Ethiopia, Haley's a lassie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a work of art on the punning front. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. And on the way home, um, I got a lift off... My friend Justin, uh, whose friend Trevor was driving him, uh, Trevor's Mancunian, and he used the phrase, let me run this past you. Mm. I, was, I was pretty excited. He said, uh, he was telling a story, and he said, uh, and we'd really got our tripe out. Oh. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. We don't know what it means. I had yeah. a feeling you might not like it. Does it? What We'd does got it mean? our tripe out. Have you ever heard such a thing? We'd got our tripe out. It meant that they'd worked really hard on something. No, I don't believe that. We'd... It's disgusting. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, it's true. Don't give me a death stare just because you don't believe they it. They worked really hard means that. We'd got our tripe out. We, uh, could, so could you say total tripe out? <laughs> <laughs> if you'd, if you'd worked really, work really hard. I mean, <laughs> work yourself to the to yeah, the boat. Work to Amanda Byram levels, you could say that. I don't know who that is. She is presents it? Total Wipeout. Oh, does she? Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I thought that was the bloke who was nearly killed in a car crash. What's he oh, called? He she used to go out with Paddy Kilty. Oh, did she? Yes. It's filmed I, in Argentina, isn't it? Yes, I believe yeah, it's Who's the bloke no who was... Richard Ham- doesn't Richard Hammond present it? He wasn't killed in a car crash. No, I said Nearly killed oh, in a car crash. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't go there, he just does it all from a studio, doesn't he? Oh, he doesn't he? go there. Looks oh, like no, an easy job to he's, he's too busy with the Chipping Norton set. He, do, he, does. he, can't, he can't get that uh, head plate through the metal detectors. <laughs> he's not allowed. He has to he stay. Can't get, he's like he can't get those boot-cut, <laughs> flared, uh, bleached jeans through the metal detectors. No, quite right. The too. weight of them. Yeah, that leather suit jacket <laughs> and long frayed jeans with, with a black shiny shoe. <laughs> what, a frayed, a frayed jean on a man in his forties with a black shiny shoe. This is us totally relishing the fact that Emily has returned and that we could slag off people's outfits. Isn't it? I know, but the, 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 the fashion certain... is back in the show. Yeah, I rarely <laughs> like a black shoe with denim anyway. But to, to, for a yeah. man his age to go for that raggy, you know what I mean? That raggy yeah, yeah. bit when they've just been dragging on the floor. Yeah, it's teeny. And then it's a quite a, a teeny. And he'll wear a, he'll wear a dress shirt <laughs> under all that. I know. Yeah, yeah. What's, What's he thinking? What is he playing at? Who is he appealing to? And sometimes, to? Frank, I find totally gratuitous, strange oh. sort of cord affair around the neck. Yeah, a lot I of find. beads. And that oh, does he have that? Yes. Kind of, oh no, that's never a good sign, is it? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
He needs to get his tripe out. Work a bit harder on. Well, I, I think I'd he nearly didn't. I think <laughs> he did get much. his tripe. I think it was wrapped around the steering wheel. <laughs> but they put it all back in. <laughs> well, I I heard a magnificent phrase this week. Um, oh yeah. A friend of mine was telling me that he was um, he was on holiday and uh, in Italy. And they were queuing for something, and a whole bunch of people just—they didn't—they just raced forward and like d- ignored everyone else, and blah blah blah. And he said to this Italian friend of his, "God, what is it with these people?" And he said, "Oh, they're from the south of Italy." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Yeah, why does that?" Ma-? And he said, uh, "Terra ballerina." Oh, terra ball- ballerina, which means dancing earth, and the south is very volcanic. And what they say, northern Italians, at the southern bit, because death is always imminent mm. from volcanoes, it's made them crazy because they dwell in terra ballerina. Isn't it brilliant? Oh, that's good. Terra ballerina. Yeah, dancing earth. I loved it. It's not funny, <laughs> but it's poetry. <laughs> needn't be. No, needn't be. We most of, the, st- shared most of the stuff on here isn't. I don't know why I'm worried about this <laughs> yeah, particular we've got, moment. We've got more shade. <laughs> we've got light and shade, I like yeah. to think. We've got a, plenty of shade today. I'm calling it a total eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, we have an email in, which I have to say, it was a little bit like trying to crack the Enigma code to me, having not been here for some oh, yes. time. Yes, well, so, you, you will have missed some uh, running things. Yes, I feel a bit like one of those people in the back of the car when the two, the driver and the passenger are in the front and I'm leaning forward and I'm missing bits. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? we can't hear what they're saying yes, to each other. I'm yeah. between those seats and I don't like being between both your seats. I once drove a, a 1950s um, mourner's car. Mm. <laughs> Belonged to a comedian called um, Malcolm Hardy. Oh, yes, and he'd, I know. And he'd lost his licence yeah. from drinking. <laughs> And um, I drove it, and it's a, they're very... I what mean, they're, well, they're, they're, they're Obviously, they're like a hearse, but they've just got seats at the back. And I remember looking... They were talking, and I couldn't hear them. I looked in the rear-view mirror. They looked like 100 yards <laughs> away. It was, it, it was, I thought it's quite possible a car could pass between me and them. Oh, it was so big. So it's a horrible, yeah, alienation. Well, yes. But you'll, you'll get back the, into the it. Theatre of alienation. In a, in a trice. Um... But there was an email we had in about car sales to the famous. Oh, yeah. Could you enlighten me? I, I can, yeah. It's uh, Martin. Uh, he's, he's emailed in, sold cars to squeeze and managed to get many a song title in. Mm. Um, Favourite was when given PX value, that means part exchange value. Oh. Uh, and he said to him, you're up the junction with that. That's, oh, that's a little joke. Yeah, the squeeze it's, it's, come and buy the car collectively then, like the monkeys. So they make so. these purchases yeah, on mass. It was, it was, they had to convert it to the squeeze-mobile. <laughs> My favourite that he's put is... Uh, oh, look, we put... should establish. The reason we're talking okay. about this is I've had to get a new, bigger car. Oh, lovely. Because um, baby on the way. Oh, baby so, on board. So I went... Oh, four door. Four door, yeah. So I went um, to get that last week. Have you gone Hatch? So um, you've gone four door saloon. I think. I've gone four door saloon. Yes, I said swinging doors and a pianist trusty, in the corner. In trusty arm, diesel, in trusty diesel saloon. So know. it got us into the whole car selling. So what are you driving these days? That kind of thing. Have you got <laughs> your um, have your black shiny shoes and your ragged jeans on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, the uh, the 
the fella Martin that sold cars to the famous. He's he's put. Wouldn't a, call for cats had been better if he just said uh, and and uh, this back seat very soft, quite cool for cats. That would have been. <laughs> that is, that is, you'll be up the junction. Feels horribly crowbarred. He squeezed, squeezed it. <laughs> oh, <and, laughs> this will be cool, cool for, for cats. cats. <laughs> not the tongue it. so naturally. <laughs> That's a really common. I, phrase. I'm fine with that. <laughs> hey, I hope you like yeah. this car. It'll be really cool for cats. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's put the, he, uh, he's and this, the this power steering, you'll have time to take cockles from the shell. <laughs> it's muscles trying? from the Is shell. It? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I haven't listened to Squeeze. Maybe he just uh, didn't know the songs as well as he ought to. Perhaps didn't want to gamble. But if you knew Squeeze well, would he be tempted in? by the fruit of another automobile know, over here? That's the, a squeeze. I might have just wandered in. As soon as I saw Squeeze wandering about, I'd Google some hits to get into the conversation. It might not have been all of them. It might have just been one from Squeeze. Difford, do you think? Or Tilbrook? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> okay. Why did they I all turn to... up in their late... Men in their late 50s? I don't know 50s. that it was all of them. It could have been one. <laughs> um, anyway, he sold the car to a newsreader as well, he's saying, and he's put, uh, when concluding the sale, I picked up all the paperwork in true new- newsreader style and tapped on the desk with, and finally... <laughs> Now, that I really like. I think that's good, because that's a very newsreadery thing to do with I it. am always impressed by what I would call street comedy. And that is <laughs> people who are professional. Like street magic and street But people food. who make a proper, <laughs> yeah, a the street, proper the, effort. Street comedy in Vietnam was great. Really enjoyed them. <laughs> it's just what the locals laugh at. Do you know what I mean? Because it, <laughs> someone... Because I was like this. Before I became a professional comic, I would go the extra mile to get... A, I'd use props... Yeah. And all sorts. You still and do like a prop. <laughs> yeah, I do. Kathy, her whole life is one long series of props. Boot up the jumper. I used to... No, 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 she's pregnant. <laughs> um, you think did, it was a melon? You, you thought it was fruit up the... Well, it's a long-running <laughs> gag, this one. <laughs> and expensive. Um, no, I used to the things I used to... Um, if I had a sandwich with cling film on, I would secretly... Um, roll it into a long strand under the table, dip it in beer so it was all gooey and slippy. And then I would pretend I was about to sneeze. Oh. Turn away and look like I was frantically <laughs> going through my pockets for a handkerchief. <laughs> Meanwhile, stick the long dangling <laughs> cling fill up my nose and turn around with it swinging. <laughs> and that was long before I became a professional comic. It was just... Uh, just when you were just job. known as a right laugh. Exactly. That's what happened. And when I did street comedy, so, you know, the, I, I really respect the doers of street comedy. <laughs> well done, Martin. You mm. Frank's good books. Yeah. And I'm not after... Don't send me a car. Got one. <laughs> don't think I'm after a free car, because I'm not. I wouldn't say no. If I get it, I'll smash it up with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll drive it through their window. I'll drive it straight back into the dealership. And say, I believe this is yours. And get out Richard and Hammond out. style. <laughs> yeah, about that. I have uh, something else to tell you about. Um, last week, uh, with it being half term, um, me and my little family, the Cockrells, we had a day out. Oh. I don't know. Do you, are you a fan of a day out? What's oh, God, day out? who isn't? Well, you say that. But actually, normally, me, in the grand scheme of things, I've realised that I have a sort of a natural disposition on a day out where I kind of do a half-joking, curmudgeonly thing where I'll go, 
I can't even imagine <laughs> in yeah. that mode. Uh, hey. Are you Especially suggesting the, that you I'm have I'm slip into it very easily. Do you like have another Tarina <laughs> that I haven't seen? It's a pair of fine slippers, yeah, yeah. And so I'll go, oh, yeah, all right, let's go and see the telescope, I suppose. Because we went to see this massive telescope. It's called the, the Lovell... Telescope? Yeah. It was Disneyland Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, the Lovell Telescope. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You know about it? You know about the Lovell Telescope? Of course. Do you? Yeah. Is it's it a matter near, of course? Near, uh, Actually, I know. It's, it's near Macclesfield. Yeah, it's about half an hour away from where we live in Manchester. Yes. So we went, it's, in, it's near Alderley Edge where all the footballers live. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, so we went there. Um, Brilliant. Fantastic. Really loved it. I'd love to. I've driven past it. Yeah. The great thing, there's no warnings. You don't, I didn't see oh, any really? signs. I was driving along and I just looked through Hedgerow. I thought it had landed. <laughs> it's enormous. It's it very like, NASA, isn't it? It and looks like, like a massive um, spaceship. I mean, it looks it's really exciting. So, yeah. what's in when you visit it? What do you, what, there's a visitor do you get to look through it? Oh. Well, you can walk round the back of it, and as we walk round the back of it, it, it was moving. It's it's got oh, like an engine it? in it, so it goes around an engine. It's got a sort of it rotates. There's a little visitor centre and a cafe, obviously. But can you look at the stars in it? Well, no, it's you... daytime. You can't go up in it. They've got stuff to do. Uh, they're, they're using it. It's, uh, it's being used. It's a working telescope. Because I once went to uh, Melbourne Observatory mm-hmm. um, in Australia. Oh, that was a day that and a half. And it was brilliant. Was it? It was. They, they showed. They, they got this like massive, obviously telescope, and they showed us. Uh, Oh, you know, she great. pointed out the constellations. It was brilliant. Was strong... at night time you went? Yeah, this was at night time. Oh, right. we, I think we had to day. get there at midnight or something like that. Oh, that sounds exciting. It's got an air of adventure as well, because <sighs> it's night time anyway. Yeah, and we was on our... I saw a possum on the way. But it's not really a day out, is it? It's more of a night mm, out. No, right. Frank likes, likes a midnight date. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I, um, it's, it's got very popular now, astronomy, obviously. Yeah. Well, with... Um, well, partly, Professor Brian Cox, I think more, probably, from the jazzling. <laughs> I think more uh, Sir Patrick Moore. Oh, no, I hate, I hate <laughs> Sir Patrick Moore. He smells what a, is he waiting for? He smells the body odour <laughs> as well. What's he hanging around for? What's he waiting for? <laughs> I he hate must him. have done all there I is to him. do. <laughs> Why do you hate him? He was a bit off with me once on Andrew and Charles. Oh, here we go. Sunday He's night worked with them all. He's worked yeah, with them all. Even. Did you find he's got very bad body odour? Well, he was uh, he was on um, a satellite link, ironically. Oh. <laughs> um, I, that was in my contract. I didn't want him in the same building. <laughs> and um, now he was he was. Uh, I made some very uh, quite. I thought very valid point about um, the space age. Mm. And he said, "Well, you're talking, talking absolute nonsense." <laughs> and I thought, "Why? Why are you still here? <laughs> why?" Um, you know, we've got Cox now. We don't need you anymore. Mm. You know, you, we had Cox at the time that you met him. Yeah, met him by satellite. This was only this was only like twelve months. Wasn't oh, okay. really? Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I mean, I hated Cox. him before that. <laughs> now I loathe him. I'm going to be YouTubing that little one tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. will that be on there? It's I don't know if that. it made the edit. I never actually watched these things go out. Mm. I, I never watch any programs with him on. The fact I was on as well didn't sweeten the the pill for me. <laughs> anyway, it was a. Uh, the, um, the, there was a lesson in, in the telescope place. They yeah. had like a, oh, we'll be doing a little talk for half an hour. And, uh, and I realised that I am growing up, albeit slowly. The, the woman who was doing the lesson, it was about the planets, um, very interesting. But she kept asking the question. She said, 
we're going to go with planets moving away from the sun. So what's the planet nearest the sun and what's the next one after that? Mm. And she was actually asking for people to shout out planets. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of kids in it. It was quite a full room, so it would have been a good belly laugh had I done it. But the first time she did it, I was thinking, it'd be really funny to shout Uranus now. And oh, then the no. second time, thinking, Uranus, Uranus. And I didn't I didn't do it once. I'm, didn't glad, do it once. I'm glad you didn't. And then when it got to it, she said Neptune and Uranus. And I was thinking, come on, have a little laugh with I, it. I, I'm glad you... See, what worries me is you'd have come here full of beans that you'd done. Oh, <laughs> and I moonwalked into this building and I'd, I'd have done it. Honestly. I'd have been disgusted. Frank would smite you down. It would have, it would have been an awkward moment, because I wouldn't want it to have made you feel bad about it, but inside I'd, I'd have been thinking, Cockerel, you're better than that. Well, I was. I was. Is he? See, so you did. I mean, I sat all the way through it thinking, when can we go to the cafe? But, yeah, we went to the cafe. Got a bookmark from the oh, gift shop. Oh, £1.50, like a bookmark. I, I bet it incorporated a hologram. Am I right? No, they Hello? were too dear. I just got the simple of one. Course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I got the one with the print on it. Throw that kind of money about. <laughs> Yeah, I'm only joking. When I went to the theatre, my mate said, where were you sitting? I said, oh, at the top at the back. And he went, cheapest. I went, well, yeah, also I don't want you to see me. I don't want to sit on the front row when a friend's in the play, do I? I'll I'll generally go for a pencil. What, from the gift shop? In the gift shop. Yeah, Yeah, there's nothing better than just scribbling a quick note and Mm. looking down and thinking, oh, Bergen Leprosy Museum. (laughs) It's the, it's the gift that keeps on giving in, in that respect. <laughs> I worry that the uh, Kindle is going to spell the death now yes. for the bookmark. I think you could be right. You oh, see, I, yeah. I go for a themed pen, Frank, or well, a, I know. a toffee. I have, got, I have still got the pencil that says, what would Emily do? Well, there you go. Oh. Yeah. Do I won't I, tell you about that resort. What about those? <laughs> do you remember that those, where yeah. that came from? Those pens when the lady's um, bikini falls off. Do you know yeah. remember oh, yeah. those ones? Yeah, yeah. Those were the ones that said, what would Emily do? (laughs) (laughs) I went to, um, in the Forbidden City in Beijing, Mm -hmm. and the strangest thing in their gift shop is that, obviously, of course, there's the Empire's now no more, which means the Emperor's, I think it's the grandson, because it must have been the 20s or something from then, um, he works in the gift shop. So who would be the emperor now works oh, in the gift my shop? Goodness. Oh goodness. I know. How the mighty that's very have much fallen. to do with Yes. Well no, that's not how the Chinese would was would have seen it. I know they've they've changed Just a bit now, but no, they would see that that's an honour for him to work there, you see. Really? Right. Serving Humble the people. Him. Yeah, yeah. I found it absolutely mortifying. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> Yeah. You were embarrassed on his behalf. On his behalf, on all of our behalf. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't, look, couldn't at look him in the eye. Walk straight out. I, Taxi. I can see that. Did, did you walk out back, backwards, facing him, so as not to turn your back on him? <laughs> Just as a little inkling of what might have been. <laughs> oh God! And he's, is there anything emporial about him at all? No, he even had really cheap modern glasses, which made me very Ooh, sad. No, I, I, I'd, I'd insist on a flared sleeve. <laughs> That would be a deal-breaker for me if I was... Um, if you were the emperor, you'd insist on new clothes. Yeah. That could be a story. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. 